Science Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, Saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and hey, we're on that American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is January 5th, 2023. The world is in turmoil. Most still don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end. And that's the time before Messiah's chorus return. He's coming. It's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the Holy City. Look to that one who suffered and died for you. Hear the sound of the shofar. You need to heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. And I say look to the Holy City because there's our time clock. Please make the choice for your show tonight. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. The phone number, of course, 620-878-4682. Emergency cell phone number, 316-619-4886. But please, please, please um, give us uh, a text first so I know you're calling because of all the robocalls. Anyway. Find all the updates with the breaking news, all about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, contact information, all this and more at our ministry hub, which is very simply prophecyhour.com. Remember, folks, we are a national satellite radio program, which is simulcast live on the net internationally. It's on some independent FM stations, four different MP3 streams, Twitch, Rumble, Phone Bridge, and picked up by every podcaster out there. On another note, let's thank our listener bases, places like Turku, New Zealand, Shanghai, China, Cordoba, Canada, and of course cities in the United States such as Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Fresno, California, and Hutchinson, Kansas this week. You're the largest group of listeners to our radio programs, at least when they went to podcasts like they do later tonight. Um, Folks, if you get time, hey, send me a text to my cell phone. Let me know what city you're hailing from. I'd like to know where you're listening. And I promise I won't use the number to, to bother you. I just want to know where you're listening at. Anyway, your Heavenly Father and Yeshua, Holy Jesus' name I pray. Father, I pray radio tonight goes according to your will and not our will, Father. And please, please, please give everybody out there ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So, Father Yahweh and your Son, Yeshua, Holy Jesus' mighty name, Bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, we're so thankful for uh, our guest being back on with us tonight. That's Michael Snyder. He is a watchman on the wall, and believe me, he really does a great job of it. He's wrote some great books. He has a, a blog called The Economic Collapse Blog, the most important thing, um, Into the American Dream. He's also the author of books, The Beginning of the End, The Rapture of Earth, Get Prepared Now, Living a Life That Really Matters, Lost Prophecies of the Future of America, The Seven-Year Apocalypse, and End Times. He's also very been very popular on other prophecy-related radio and TV programs. Tonight, we're going to check in with him and see what's going on. Welcome, Michael. Are you there with me? I'm here, Pastor Dan. How are you doing tonight, this evening? Well, pretty good, pretty good compared to the world, I guess. That's, I'd laugh, but, you know, it's just staggering as to what's, you know, going on. And people just, you know, seem to be accepting it and going on about it. Kind of like you pointed out in that article. And, you, by the way, you can go anywhere you want with this program, but I was just looking at this one as just like right before the program start, uh, started that says, even the mainstream media is now admitting that the Earth is suffering a crisis of mass extinction. Well... People, it's just amazing how people are oblivious to what's going on and seem to be in acceptance. Back to you. Yeah, Pastor Dan, we really are all in our own little worlds. And as long as your own little world is doing fine, you've got 
you know, food on the table and you got, you can sit down and watch television at night and your daily routine is uninterrupted. It can be so easy to insulate ourselves from the, uh, the, all the massive problems, especially the long-term problems that are surrounding, uh, surrounding us. So you, you can just ignore them if you want to and just immerse yourself in, in your own little world. But, and we really are, Pastor Dan, facing mass extinctions. And, and the mainstream media is starting to talk about this. But basically, you know, uh, up until recently, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of attention to it. It's been talked about in the scientific community. But, and this is something I talked about in my new, a lot in my new book as well, because I want people to understand why is this important to Christians? Why is this important in terms of end times? Because ultimately, if, if Jesus doesn't come back, basically, uh, pretty much everything's gonna die. I mean, right now, Plankton is being wiped out all over the world, and that means, and the plankton is, you know, right at the, at the at the basis of the of the food chains in our ocean. So without plankton, you know, we're in big trouble. So all the plankton is disappearing at a staggering rate. We've got insects which are disappearing all over the world. In fact, scientists are telling us, hey, about a hundred years from now, virtually all the insects are going to be gone, and if we don't have insects to pollinate our food and do all the other things that need to be done. Well, we're not going to survive. People need to understand that, you know. Um, there was another study that looked at uh, data from 32,000 populations of more than 5,000 species of mammals, birds, amphibians, reptiles, and fish. And what they found that, on average, that those populations have declined by uh, close to 70% over the last 50 years. And so all these all these populations are dying. They're declining. They're being wiped out all around us. And really, and, you know, if you read the book of Revelation, there's that one, that one line in there about how God is going to destroy those who are destroying the earth. And right now, literally, our leaders, our, our, our corporations, you know, we're literally destroying the planet. Um, and, and that's the reason why we're seeing so many of these mass extinctions. And, and in the article, I go on to talk about the microplastics, where there's, you know, and most people don't even know about this, Pastor Dan. That's why it frustrates me so much, but, there are trillions and trillions and trillions of particles of these microplastics because, you know, we get a plastic bag from the grocery store, it gets thrown out, then it breaks down into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces, ultimately so small that we can't even see them with that with a naked eye. But, but basically, they, 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 you know, over time and our use of plastics has increased exponentially to the point of where, uh, you know, now just these microplastics are just everywhere. In fact, scientists have discovered them, found them, Everywhere they've looked on the entire planet, the the the, the, the Arctic Circle, the, the 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 tallest mountains on the entire planet, the the, the deepest they go in the oceans, they find microplastics there. Uh, you know, it, it's in our rainwater. In fact, if you go out in the rain and open up your mouth and 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 start drinking in the rain, you're going to be drinking in these the tiny bits of of microplastics. But they're getting into everything. They're getting into our soil, our water. It's one of the big reasons now we have giant dead zones in many of the uh, oceans of our planet. They're getting into our soil, and eventually we're going to have so much plastic in our soil we can't grow anything anymore. Um, they're getting into our bodies. The amount of plastic in our bodies is growing uh, 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 exponentially. Is really building up, and studies have shown that exposure to microplastics can cause cell death, and and so. You know, we've got all these problems, uh, and, you know, with, 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 uh, the plastics, but then every year the amount of microplastics we use just continues to go up and up and up in terms of the plastic we use. So, and this is just one of the things, one of the things we're facing, one of the reasons why the clock is ticking for humanity, uh, Pastor Dan. But, but I talk about this to get people to realize that either Jesus comes back, our society is going to completely and utterly and totally collapse, and we're already seeing mass extinctions, but basically we're going to see, in terms of the human population, it's going to go way, way down if, if, if Jesus doesn't come back, um, you, know, uh, uh, you know, in terms of our ability to reproduce to ourselves, and, and sperm counts have declined by well over 50% in, in over the past several decades, and, and you know, because we're, we're becoming infertile, the clock is ticking there as well, where eventually most men aren't going to be fertile anymore for a, for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, and, yeah. and so many of these ways, Pastor Dan, the clock is ticking, and people need to understand this. We really are living in the book of Revelation generation, and we need Jesus to come back because we can't save ourselves. Well, 
Amen. Uh, a couple of small things. Well, not small things. Number one is we're always consistently called to pray that he comes soon. Amen. But this destroying ourselves, you know, I really didn't give microplastics a lot of thought. I, I just didn't dig into the articles. So that's the point of, of your articles. You pointed it out, and I let, let, read a little bit of that article. I said, okay, microplastics, and I clicked on something and pulled it up. Um, I just really didn't until right before radio realize how dramatic a problem that is. And it's making, now I'm sitting here rethinking, oh, well, I drink a lot of bottled water and so on and so forth. And so I need to completely rethink it. But you're right, there's really not much of an escape from it. The whole world would have to change. You'd have to put everything back in a box to stop it because everything's plastic. So some of these uh, environmentalist extremists, I guess, that are harping about it, I guess some of them may be right then. Uh, this is just dramatic. But this is just one of the many things that's going on. Back to you. Yeah, a lot of the environmentalists, particularly on the left out there, are focused on things that don't really matter. You know, they're focused on all this global warming and climate change and, and you know, whatever. And, and those aren't our really big problems. We've got really big environmental problems. Uh, that the people aren't uh, uh, addressing, like the microplastics, like the 5G, you know, uh, you know, the, the cell phone radiation is one of the reasons yeah. men are becoming infertile and everything else. So the the really, but but the the, the really big problems. Well, the left doesn't want to talk about because, first of all, they don't want to give up their their cell phones, which are you know uh, bombarding their bodies with microwave radiation. They don't want to give up their plastics because, as you said, we use plastics in everything, you know. And and the rate of of how we've been using uh, plastics just continues to rise exponentially. And even if we stopped using all plastic right now, we would continue to have an exponentially greater problem for decades to come because all the plastics that we've already used already and disposed of will continue to break down very, very slowly for decades to come, increasing the problem that we're facing now, even if we stop using all plastic right now. So these are problems that aren't going away because, of course, we're not going to get everyone to stop using plastic, but we literally are destroying the earth by how we're living and, and the good news is Jesus is coming back. He's going to set everything right. And I believe when Jesus comes back, we're all going to live completely different than we live today. Completely different how we live today. I believe there's not going to be cell phones when Jesus comes back, at least not how we know them today. I believe that we're not going to, you know, be getting all of our food in plastic containers. You know, Jesus isn't going to put up with that, you know. In so many ways, I think the way we live is going to be so much different, so radically different, we can't even imagine what life is going to be like when Jesus eventually comes back and rules and reigns from Jerusalem, but of course we've got a whole bunch to go through first, we've got a you know, whole lot of birth pains and things that are talked about in the book of Revelation, and I'm, I'm trying to get people to understand that, that right now so many of the trends that have been percolating for the past few years, I believe are really going to accelerate as we move into 2023, Pastor Dan. Okay. First off, yes, I absolutely agree with you. Things are, I think they're, we're going to hit, hit, they're going to hit the gas. There's so many different things coming out. And one of them may even be World War with Russia, which they're completely pushing for. But, you know, I'm back to Yeshua's time when he comes and the world be different. Amen, brother. I do believe that the world's going to be completely different. It's not going to be anything. I, I can't say anything because I'm not, you know, I'm not God. I'm not Yeshua. I'm not Yahweh. But I really am with you. I don't think there's much going to be the same. It's going to be a much better thing, but it's going to be good for the earth. If it's bad for the earth, bad for bodies, it's just not going to be lived that way. And I believe that, that the Torah, you know, if you really absorb it, you know, a lot of people say, well, those laws don't matter anymore or whatever. But... Even if you can't do the law or something that's in the Torah because say that there's no temple, the principle behind why they did it or why they needed to do it, it still applies. And if you absorb the Torah, you see a different world. And let alone the, the world's talking about everybody running off to heaven. They don't realize that Yeshua is going to, in reality, going to be here that the earth is going to be replenished, and it's not about us going to heaven, but about heaven coming down to here. And so it is going to be completely different, and it's going to be a wonderful time. But as you said, 
we've got so much to go through. Back to you. Yeah, you know, I would encourage, uh, if, if there are believers listening to the program today, go back and read the sections of the of the, the Torah and the prophets that talk about what life will be like when uh, Yeshua, the Lord Jesus Christ, rules from Jerusalem, when Messiah rules during the millennial reign, and 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 you'll be stunned by uh, by the things that you read. That we are, the whole world is going to live according to Torah, and if you really dig into Torah, you'll find it's the most radically environmental. Uh, document that, that 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 there has ever been. You know, the, the Torah talks about don't mix different kinds of fabrics. So the Torah says don't mix different kinds of seeds together. You know, you know, there's not going to be any of this genetically modified seeds and so forth when when Yeshua is reigning from Jerusalem. I mean, that's just not going to be. Um, but then also, you know, a lot of Christians are totally shocked when they start reading these passages about what the millennial kingdom will be like. And they start reading about, hey, we're going to keep the, there will be the, 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 the Sabbath and the, and the festivals and, and God's calendar will be in place, not on the calendar we're running on today. Oh. You know, so we make a big deal. Oh, 2023 is beginning, but to, but to God, a, a year begins when he says a year begins. You know, our day doesn't yeah. even begin when God says a, a day begins, you know. You know, we, we, we say, oh, you know what, uh, should Saturday be special, should Sunday be special, but we're not even defining a day the way that God defines a day, because to, to God, a day begins at uh, sunset. It goes right. from sunset to sunset. It doesn't mean that a day beginning at midnight is a total human invention. You know, that, that has nothing to do with God or the Bible at all. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you, yeah, I, I laugh at that, uh, so to speak. But, yeah, we're, we're on a completely different thing that takes us away from him instead of to him. And so going back to that, I, my wonderment is that I, I think I might have said it in the first program, but I'm going to say it again. I point to um, the mainstream Christian church. Why are they so silent about everything? I mean, you know, they're not silent. They're complicit or they're mostly molding themselves into. Yes, there is a Messianic movement um, that I've noticed, a lot of people have noticed, but still, so many are just lo- are, are just seem locked in with something that's not speaking that should speak back to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, really, the, the, so much of the institutional church has, has just failed because, uh, you know, they're not... They're not talking about the things that are important. Uh, they're, 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 very few of them are talking about the end times, but very few of them even preach the gospel anymore. Very few of them say, hey, eternal salvation is available through, uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ, through Yeshua Messiah. He died on the cross for you. You know, uh, you know, I can't even remember the last time I was in a church service where I, I saw an invitation. People were, you know, invited to, to come forward and, and to, to uh, give their lives to, to Jesus as Lord and Savior, you know. But, you know, the good news is that outside of that institutional church that we are seeing a, uh, a remnant rise up, Pastor Dan. And, you know, and, and people say, well, you know what, you know, in the last days, what is the move of God going to look like? Well, all you have to do is go to the book of Revelation, Revelation uh, 14, 12. It says, right. here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And then Revelation twelve seventeen, you know, says uh, this, the same thing again. Revelation twelve seventeen. It says, then the dragon was angry with the woman, and he went to wage war with the remnant of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So we're going to see this great body of believers, this great remnant in the last days uh, that, number one, they uh, have the testimony of Jesus Christ. They're believers. They're born again. But number two, they also keep the commandments of God. They keep the Torah. They, they, they observe the things that we've been told to observe since the very beginning, which so much of the church has uh, unfortunately forgotten. But there, there's power in that. There's power in combining the power of the gospel and the power of, of, the, of the Torah and keeping the commandments. Because ultimately the Bible is one book, it's one story, it's one faith, but so many people want to divide it into to say, oh, there's the Old Testament and there's the New Testament. You know, there's the, the one religion and Jesus came and invented a whole new, another new religion. No, no, it's all, there's one God, one faith, one story from the very beginning, from Genesis to Revelation. It's all one story and it's all about Yeshua and, uh, and people need to quit trying to, you know, make these false distinctions. 
Right, absolutely. Uh, and people, you you need to interpret the Word of God for yourself, you know, because there's so many that they, like the other day, we was reading in Corinthians, you know, my wife and I and my son, and, and you know, it's talking, Paul sitting there talking, pointing about the faith that has been around forever, you know what I mean? It's been there since the beginning. And yet the Christian church says, well, we, we were invented at Pentecost. Well, duh, what was that Pentecost? That was a, a, a holiday, as you want to call it, whatever, that was already there. That's why everybody was there celebrating Pentecost, not because it was a new thing, but because it was an old thing, you know. And, you know, they just miss it. But there is, you're right, uh, there's a remnant that is raising up, and that's what how to best describe it. They keep the commandments of Yahweh and the faith of Yeshua. That is one thing. Yeshua is part of, uh, of it from the beginning. You know, back to you. We've got about a minute and a half for a break. Yeah, so a lot of people out there may not uh, be familiar with what we're talking about. But, you know, it, hey, it, it's talked about in the book of Revelation. And in fulfillment of his word, God is raising up this remnant all over the world today. Now, you may, wherever you're listening from, you may say, well, I don't know anybody like this. How, you know, what can I do? Well, you can tune in to Pastor Dan's program every week and, and learn and grow and be, and be instructed and, and realize how all the pieces fit together, and particularly with us moving into the end times, the time of the book of Revelation. What should we be doing? How should we be living? And Pastor, you know, tune in every week to Pastor Dan, what he's doing, and you can turn, tune into my work, work and, and read my books, and there's a lot of great instruction there, and there, and there are other teachers as well, but... God is doing this all over the world, and so don't feel alone. Even if you don't know anybody else who's who's doing this, you can be part of it. Yeah, amen. And, folks, listen, if you really are, are that you can email me or call me, and I'll try to help you find somebody in your, in your vicinity, because, believe me, this remnant is raising up all over the United States and all over the world. And so the chances are it might be your next-door neighbor. You just don't know it. But... uh Check it out, but like he says, get his books, get, uh, you know, listen to the program, but I'll point you to where you need to be pointed to. All you gotta do is make that phone call or text me first, 316-619-4886. I'll help you out. Michael, tell them where they can find you. We'll go to break. Sure, you can find uh, my work at three different websites, the economiccollapseblog.com, the most important news.com, end of the American dream.com. And then to find all my books, you just go to Amazon.com, type in Michael Snyder, or you can type in End Times by Michael Snyder or bring up my uh, latest book, which is available in Kindle edition and in paperback format. Right. Amen, folks. We'll be right back. We're going to go to break. Pastor Dan will be right back. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important information in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Would you tell them? Well, most would. So what is the most important information in the world to all people, nations, and languages? The most important thing to do is to receive Jesus, but the most important thing not to do is don't take the mark of the beast, because... Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are eternally tormented in hell. Revelation 14.11 says, The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image, or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. But how do you tell them? Give them the book, miss the mark. If they'll read this simple, thin, easy-to-read book, they will never take the mark of the beast. One for twenty, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink-wrap sets of ten to give away. One set of 10 for 30, two sets 45, four sets 70 at prophecyclub.com. Miss the mark at prophecyclub.com. Miss the mark at prophecyclub.com. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. 
The Arch Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. Dan Catlin, you're listening to Messiah's Ranch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. And we'll get right back with Michael Snyder. Just let, uh, let me have a few words. Uh, folks, we're coming into the new year. Donations are still down because of all the... the holidays and things that we pass through. So pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. All donations, no matter what size helps. And the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart, of course. If you don't wish to help with the poor, please consider a donation for radio airtime. It's not free. You can donate online or mail a check or money order and give a donation over the phone. You can find all that information at ProphecyHour.com. That's ProphecyHour.com. Y'all be blessed. And now, back with Michael Snyder. You still there, Michael? I'm here, Pastor Dan. Yeah, amen. And, you know, there's like there's one group on, on Facebook that people can try to hook up with, and it's called Ozark Set-Apart Communities. And it's not the same people that uh, the radio commercial advertised, but there's a lot of people that um, keep the commandments of Yahweh and the faith of Yeshua that have moved off to the Ozarks area, not just as one community, but through a broad spectrum. So there are a lot of people waking up, and if you feel like you're unsafe where you're at, you might even consider maybe one of those groups. What do you think about that, Michael? Yeah, I think any way that people can connect with others is a, is a good thing because ultimately God is bringing things full circle all the way back to, way the, to the, the way the original apostles did things. But the original apostles, they had the, they couldn't wait to tell the whole world about the faith of Yeshua, how to find salvation through Jesus Christ. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. They moved in signs and wonders and miracles. And, you know, and I believe we're going to see that just like we did in the book of Acts. And, and then, of course, they kept, if you read the book of Acts, if you read, you know, you see they kept the commandments. They kept the Torah. They kept the things of, of the law. In fact, you know, in First John, the Apostle John defines sin as the violation of the law. Right in your King James Bible, in your good King James, in your good Protestant King James Bible, it defines sin as the violation of the law, violation of the Torah. That's the New Testament definition of sin, you know. So, so, they, so we're going to go back to all, you know, because things, you know, after the time of the apostles and then the Catholic Church and then the, you know, the Middle Ages and things got so twisted and so perverted. But now we're going back to the way we did things at the very beginning, and that's exciting because in these last times and these end times, God is doing exciting things. I believe we're going to see the greatest move of God in all of human history, the greatest harvest of souls in all of human history, and I want to be involved in that. So, And how you want to be involved in that is get involved with God, what God is doing in these last days, and that's his, his remnant, his remnant of the last days that he's raising up. Um, so it's, you know, the apostate and removing of these end times is going to be, the worst of times, but I believe it's also going to be the best of times. So, uh, but we've got a lot of things to go through first, and a lot of things, a lot of trends I'm going to be watching here in 2023, as I believe that global events are about to start accelerating even more than we've seen in 2022 in the last several years. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I I, re- I really totally believe that, and if people don't. A lot of people don't realize it because, you know, they spend just time on Facebook or just maybe on Twitter or one of those social media things. A really good way for them to find out and to see what we're talking about is simply go to your website. Now, they can subscribe to your email alerts, and I think that's a good place to start because if people, you know, really realize what's going on, I think that will give them an urgency. Uh Uh-oh, well, what must I do? Time is getting short. What do you think? Well, yeah, I encourage people to bookmark, bookmark my, my sites and, and then visit every day. In fact, you get, if you just bookmark the most important news.com and visit every day, you'll get 
all the articles I post there, and, and I'm trying to keep people updated on a daily basis because things are happening so fast in terms of what's happening. And one thing we're going to be watching in 2023 is, is natural disasters. We, you know, just since the last time we talked, Pastor Dan, we saw that once-in-a-generation storm which swept across the entire country. I'm sure it got really cold where you were, Pastor Dan. got really cold oh, where man. I was. But then, you know, blizz in Buffalo, we saw this blizzard, which basically as the governor of New York admitted was the worst storm in the entire history of Buffalo. You know, that was uh, that was there in late December. And now, since that time, we've seen a, a series of storms hit the uh, the West Coast. A, a giant atmospheric river just hit the, uh, hit uh, California, brought four feet of snow in some areas of California. And now, right after that, a few days later, now it's being hit again by a, a potentially even bigger storm, a bomb cyclone. This giant, massive storm is going to bring more feet of snow in some areas, tremendous rain and flooding in other areas. But what, what I want to point out and what most people don't realize is that this storm, John Paul Jackson saw that before the really big earthquake hits California, and we've seen some pretty fairly large earthquakes along the West Coast recently, and that's going to increase. But he said before the big one, a big one hits California, kind of the really big monstrous one that kind of <laughs> changes the geography of the state. He said there's going to be a, a really big storm. He said it's going to be like a hurricane, maybe not exactly a hurricane, but like a hurricane, and that, that's going to hit the state first. So could it be possible that this bomb cyclone, which is literally hitting California this week, yeah. This giant, massive storm, is that what he saw, where it's not a hurricane, but it's like a hurricane, and it's going to bring tremendous, I mean, it's making headlines all over the world. It's such a huge, massive uh, storm, which is hitting California. Is this the warning signal that uh, where this comes first, and then subsequently at some point afterwards, uh, this yeah. giant earthquake hits California? I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer, but that, that got my attention because, you know, I pay attention to these prophecies. Of course, I wrote an entire book called Lost Prophecies of the Future of America, trying to put the pieces together of what God has shown so many men and women of God about our future. Um, but that's one thing I'm watching right now, this giant storm which is hitting yeah. California, Pastor. And, of course, over the past 12 months, you know, what have we seen? We've seen just an endless parade of droughts and famines and wildfires and hurricanes and giant storms and earthquakes and volcanoes and tornadoes, and the list has been endless. It's been such a terrible year for disasters, and yet here we are right at the beginning of 2023, and it's, it's, it's going up a notch, and, you know, it's continuing. And so, you know, I believe that disasters, natural disasters, the things that I just mentioned, are going to intensify as the birth pains intensify uh, uh, in the upcoming year. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, when all that snow and everything that you're talking about, quits, then there are going to be massive landslides in people's houses and so on and so on and so forth. It's endless. There's such an increase. It, but this should wake people up. But, you know, so many people are just, they're, they're lost into the world of things. That's why the, the Word of God tells us that Word of Yahweh tells us not to be lovers of the world. But, yeah, and it, let's go with this. Um, we also have to look towards, there's two events that nobody does, not talking about a lot. Number one is there is absolutely a uh, comet uh, meteorite or whatever they're talking about possibly is going to impact the Earth pretty badly. It's enough to wipe out a whole city, and we're talking about in March. And number two, I don't know if you see anything about it, but it's talking about a green comet that hasn't been here since, um, the days of the dinosaurs or whatever that's supposed to be appearing I think in the next couple of days um, and some people may even see that as a sign back to you yeah uh, in Matthew 24 Jesus said there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and so this is something we're watching and the book of Revelation you know appears to talk about a, you know a giant actually more than one asteroid if you uh, read uh, the part about the trumpets very closely in the book of Revelation, you know uh, that, that that will eventually come, you know, in, in, in the middle of the tribulation period. So I, that's something I'm watching for, uh, you know, uh, potential asteroids headed our way, signs in sun and moon and stars. And then we also want to watch uh, the sun because the sun has become very active lately. I've got uh, one, one uh, reader that emails me about this all, all the time. But, uh, you know, the sun has become very active, and at some point, 
you know, John Paul Jackson saw that solar storms are going to become a, a major problem, cause tremendous blackouts, because, you know, if there's a, a, a massive burst from the sun, it has potential to, to fry our power grids. Uh, and, and, and people need to watch our power grids because in 2022, there were more attacks on our power grids than there's ever been before in our entire history by a wide margin, set a new record by a wide margin. So our power grids are, are very vulnerable. And, you know, uh, the, these companies are going to have to start putting guards to protect them because, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, because, because, uh, you know, a, a lot more people are attacking them. So all this is, is something to watch and I would encourage people in terms of, practical steps that you can take don't just be dependent on the grid if, if, if power goes down at your place for an extended period of time in the middle of winter what are you going to do what is your backup plan you need to have a backup plan because you know we're, there's going to be problems with uh, with electricity and power grids moving forward that's something uh, that we're going to want to keep yeah. a close eye on and, and another thing is war pastor dan right now right. Just earlier today i saw more videos on social media of the russians they're moving more uh, tanks, more personnel into position, uh, you know, north of Ukraine. Um, and it appears that they're gathering forces. Now, we'll, we'll see whether they pull the trigger or not, but they're gathering a, a giant collection of forces to potentially launch an, an even larger, in fact, a much larger offensive from the north than they even did at the very, very beginning of the invasion of Ukraine, if you remember when they were yeah. heading toward Kiev and all that. Well, the Russians are uh, amassing a much larger force this time around. Uh, whether they'll pull the trigger or not, we want to uh, keep a watch. But basically, some have suggested, like Colonel Douglas McGregor, that the Russians are waiting for the ground to completely freeze right. before they go in. So we're watching that. We're watching a potential uh, invasion of China. And I'm sorry, China potentially invading Taiwan. That's something we're going to be closely watching this year. North Korea and South Korea, things have gotten tenser on the Korean Peninsula than we've seen since the days of the Korean War. And, but I don't think North Korea will invade South Korea uh, unless China invades Taiwan. But if that happens, if China invades Taiwan, I think North Korea will be like, wow, the U.S. is, is distracted with uh, they're fighting China now because because if China invades Taiwan, China and the U.S. will be in a state of war. So North Korea say, wow, they're distracted with China. They're distracted, distracted with Russia and Ukraine. Now's our opportunity you know, I think I think that's a real possibility if China invades Taiwan. But then, even before those conflicts, I'm watching um, uh, Israel and Iran. Now that Netanyahu's back in power, he's got a real uh, you know they're calling it a right wing government, but very you know they're they're, they're very anti Iran. Netanyahu says we're going to take care of Iran. You know, you know, well, the Iran now has enough nuclear material to make uh, uh, their own nuclear weapons, according to the IAEA, so it's kind of put up or shut up time for Netanyahu. So, uh, you know, I think this that is really going to come to a crisis point, uh, you know, over the next 12 months, and, and we'll see what Israel ultimately decides to do. But I think one way or another that, you know, that is really going to uh, uh, come to uh, fruition. In fact, just the other day, Israel... Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, conducted more strikes in Syria, uh, you know, and, and, and the airport there and, and, uh, things are getting really tense all over the world, Pastor We really are in a time of wars and rumors of wars. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And, and I just did in my first program tonight, I talked about the Russian buildup where they've got like close to 300,000 soldiers in that. And I heard the same thing about the ground being frozen, but here's something I'd like to point out. Um, you know, and I've said it on my program many, many times, I said, you know, one of the, I said, beyond all the disasters and all the other things and wars, rumors of wars, plagues and everything, one of the biggest signs is people and the way that they act. And, you know, it seems like every time I, I click on the news, you know, I see somebody killing their own families and, and slaughtering their wives and killing their little baby children and things. But I think one of the things that, that really stood out that I've been reading, and you did an article on it, it's about that Brian guy that slaughtered those four uh, people in their, in, in their house, in their beds. And you said, what is happening? Is this, a, is this an example of our society as a whole? Address that issue. You did very well with this article. Yeah, the, this tragic murder in uh, Idaho, which really captured the uh, imagination of the whole country. And, uh, you know, it was a big murder mystery, and everyone was trying to figure out 
who did it, well, uh, so, you know, now that the police have, have, have captured this 28-year-old uh, uh, student, and he was actually studying uh, criminal justice. In fact, when, when he was still studying in Pennsylvania, he actually was studying under one of the foremost experts in uh, serial murderers in the entire nation. You know, so I thought that was quite ironic that, you know, that, yeah, that, uh, you know, he was studying about, uh, about the serial killers and then, you know, then ultimately he, it looks like he became one. Um, but ultimately, you know, there, 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 so many stories have been done about this guy, but to me, it really struck me how many similarities, or, you know, there are to, to, you know, uh, what is happening to our society as a whole. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, first of all, you know, one thing that struck me, I read the story about how, you know, when he was captured, he was brought to prison in Pennsylvania, then he was screaming and yelling at the guards and going crazy, but he was ranting and he was actually singing lyrics from violent rap songs and, and yeah. yelling lyrics at the guards. So obviously he didn't have access to the lyrics there, so obviously they were obviously he had them memorized. He listened to these violent rap music over and over and over until the lyrics got inside of him. You know, just like we listen to praise and worship songs until they kind of just flow out of us. Well, with him, he had kind of absorbed these rap songs until they just kind of have become a a, a, a part of who he is. And and you know, he was uh, screaming lyrics from songs by Lil Wayne, by Bad Bunny, while he was in his prison cell. And and apparently, he was uh, you know trying to expose himself to uh, his fellow prisoners and just acting all crazy, all just. Uh, but 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 this is what has happened to an entire generation, Pastor Dan, because. Right. You know, we've all heard when you put garbage in, you get garbage out. Well, what are we've done to our young people is they've been uh, they absorb thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours of entertainment. You know that they've been said to them by the, by the big corporations that control the entertainment industry, but it, but it's poison. It's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's basically mental garbage, and so you know ultimately this is this is fed into who he. Uh, who he is, who, who this individual is, and, and, and that ultimately came out, you know, in, in who he is. And then, of, of course, he's a, a product of our rapidly failing uh, system of public education all through his life, and then he's got two different degrees from two different colleges in Pennsylvania, and then now he was studying over at Washington State University as a Ph.D. student, but he's a, another product of our system of education, our amoral system of education, where we pushed prayer out of public schools long, long ago. You know, people can't even bring a, students can't even bring a Bible to school anymore. Anything that has to do with God, out of the schools, you know, they, you know, you bring anything about God in the schools, boom, instantly you're hit with a lawsuit. And this is ultimately the, the fruit, the result of it, where, where our young people are violent. They're, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're murderers. They're going crazy. In fact, I read a story just the other day, Pastor Dan, where a, a 10-year-old kid killed his mother yeah. and give him a virtual reality headset. This is how crazy, how, you know, we, we, we are losing an entire generation of young Americans, but, but it's, it's entirely predictable because we've raised them in this godless system of education which doesn't want to have anything to do with God, and then when they're not at school, we feed them endless hours of this entertainment which just warps their minds and, and totally messes them up, and then we expect them somehow that they're going to be normal, civilized members of society? No. I mean, the truth is that the engineered civilization that we all take for granted on a daily basis is disappearing, and uh, and it's not coming yeah. back unless our nation turns back to God. And right now, there's no absolutely no signs that that's that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And let me say this: I would like to address this issue too. And they're making it too easy for people just to take them themselves out of the picture. Like, and I'm really talking about a real human being right now, folks. So if you want to add to this prayer for this individual, you can. There's a brother that just recently lost his wife. He was a homeless guy for a long time, but they lived together in a van and everything. And she inherited some money, and and then she died not long after. And you know, it doesn't matter the fact that that. Uh, people, you know, got him for his money, but the point is, is he's just desperately lonely. He has a lot of life in front of him, but now 
because he heard of a, of a place in the United States, and I don't want to reveal too much, but that, you know, it's legal for euthanasia. And so now, because he's deeply depressed, he's in the, he just informed me before radio tonight that he's driving there to be taken out of the system. You know, he's going to euthanize himself, medically do it, legally do it, kill himself. And this is what our society has become, is throw away. We make it easy just to take yourself out of the picture. In Canada, they're encouraging children to do it. But the point is, is, is our society has, this is what we become. How could we have became this? Well, that is because of what you said. We took God, Yahweh, out of, tried to take him out of America. That was the downfall. When the church became a 5013C, they shut up. And then the next thing you know, the God was taken out of our school. Roe versus Wade, all these things came. The church went silent. But now, um, so brothers and sisters, if you say a prayer, add this fellow to it. I don't want to give you his name. And pray that I can change his mind from this journey that he's on. It's, I have three days before he arrives. Anyway, back to you. That is so incredibly sad to hear, Pastor Dan, and hopefully everyone that's listening will pray for him because we have a society where people don't have hope and where, you know, I just wrote about this week that homicide and suicide are two of the, of the, of the foremost common causes of death for not just uh, uh, for young people between 15 and 34, but, you know, for those 10 to 14 years old, among the top four killers are the two of them are homicide and suicide. We're t- so we're talking about very young children because our system, you know, doesn't give people hope and it doesn't value human life. And it teaches, you know, we're trained to think that we're not good enough. You know, we're, we're, we're just basically... And, you know, from a very early age, we're, we're taught we evolve from animals. Where it's a big mistake we're here. There's no reason. There's no purpose to why we're here. And then our whole system teaches us we're not good enough. So, you know, maybe if you're a man, you need to change into a woman. If you're a woman, you need to change into a man. You know, and that, you know, and all of our lives we're taught we're, you're, you're not good enough. You're not valuable. And then when your usefulness is over, you know, go ahead and, and, and end it. In Canada, they're doing this on an industrial scale now. Um and, uh, you know, and, and it's just sick. And so people have no hope because the only thing the world offers is, oh, chase wealth, chase fame, chase, you know, these 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 things we're offering you in, in our advertisements. But they don't give them anything real. They don't give them the, 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 the purpose. And, and, you know, and, you know, once upon a time, you know, the, the United States was, was the healthiest, happiest, most prosperous nation on the planet because, you know, the, the vast majority of the population was, was Christian. And the vast majority of the population tried to live according to the scriptures. But today, our young people, they don't have any hope. And so people desperately need hope. So we want to be there to give them hope. Let's pray that Pastor Dan can give this individual uh, hope before he makes this trick. And so, you know, when the original apostles were running around, there were maybe 100 million people or so, uh, you know, running around. But now today we've got 8 billion people running around. We've got a greater opportunity to win souls and make a difference than ever before. And so we want to preach the gospel. We want to give people hope because time is running out. Yeshua is coming back soon. And I believe that before he finally returns, we're going to see the greatest harvest of souls in all of human history. So I'm encouraging people to help Pastor Dan win souls, help me to win souls. And I'm encouraging you, if you're listening, to win souls. Yeah, amen. Preach the gospel to win people for Jesus Christ while you still can. Because once we get to heaven, we're not going to be able to do that anymore. But while we're here... And you maybe say, well, I can't do that much. If you can win one, one soul that's greater than anything else you could accomplish that the world could ever offer you. So yeah, if you exactly. just win one, you'll be, you'll be praising God forever that you're able to win that one. So, you know, every single soul is of such value that I don't even have words to describe. And so let's win as many as possible as we possibly can and get behind those ministries and those people that are doing good work, that are sounding the alarm, that are trying to win souls, that are doing things the right way, and stop giving your money to these institutions and these ministries that aren't doing things the right way. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, I mean, come on. I, I got just down the street from us, you know, his church has got bowling alleys in it and tennis courts in the church, and, you know, come on, that's not where his money's supposed to go. It's supposed to, money's supposed to go to, I don't know, maybe they get saved by bullying, I don't know. Maybe I'm just 
being hard on it. But that's just, it's, it's crazy, Michael. It's just crazy. Um, people don't give life a value. You hit the nail on the head. They devalue humanity. You're not here for a reason. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, but we are here for a reason. We were created because Yahweh wanted a creature that he could react with that would love him because they wanted to love him and to praise him. And so he created us for a purpose. You know, don't you know, folks, that some of us will judge the very angels? Anyway, Michael, tell them where they can find you, and and tell them where they can find your books, and then I'm going to have to go. Okay. Yeah, you can find my websites at theeconomiccollapseblog.com, endoftheamericandream.com, or if you want to find all my articles in one place every single day, just go to the most important news.com bookmark it and visit it uh, every day for the latest updates. And then on all my websites, you'll see big banners advertising the books, or you can go just straight to amazon.com and type in Michael Snyder end times. And it'll bring up my latest book. Um, or you can just type in Michael Snyder. I'll bring up all my books. And then I encourage people because the longest chapter in every single one of my books is at the end. It's a very long and extended and very clear presentation of the gospel, why people need Jesus Christ, and it includes a, a, an explanation for how people can invite Jesus Christ into their lives as their Lord and Savior. So if you want to win your friends, your loved ones, people around you uh, to, uh, for the kingdom, for eternity, Get the books, give them the books, they read the book, and, you know, they, they get to the end, and, and the, there it is, the gospel all laid out for them. So I encourage people, get the books, and then you're also supporting my ministry and helping me to get this message out to as many people as possible. Amen. That's well said, brother, and uh, thank you so much for being a part of our radio program. We, it really is a blessing. Thank you, and be blessed. i got to go. All right, folks, that was Michael Snyder. Um, check him out. But you can, if you go and listen to the radio programs, and chances are you're not listening to this live, just click on one of the links because I put all his links with this where we podcast it after a while. But remember, folks, there is only one true God. He is your father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life. You got that? He gave his life for repentant sins, and he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. I meant what I said. If you need a new path, get a hold of me. And, hey, Passover is coming. We celebrate his life, death, and resurrection at that time. So that's just a great thing. Remember, always, always, always be a blessing to others. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray about supporting this ministry tonight. We really could use your help. Lord our God, Father, King Universe, asking Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Father, please, please, please bless and keep them and keep your face upon them and be gracious to them, Father, and give them peace because no one or nothing else can like you. Until next Thursday, this is Pastor Day and saying goodbye and shalom. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch. Thank you.